Hello, everyone. Welcome to a snow day edition of Geekonomics. Uh, we had all we'd planned. We had uh, all the plans in place. The producer was ready to go. He was lined up. He was excited to do the show in the studio. Yeah. Then we woke up this morning to snow falling on cedars. It was a movie. Check it out. Um. So, yeah, so we decided to uh, scrap doing the show in the studio today. Instead, we're on the Zoom, our first Zoom of the year. We've made it one whole week, Brian, of being in the studio. Well, I, I, you know, the curse might get broken. I feel like every time we do one studio shoot, studio show, we're we're back on Zoom for like four, yeah, to three sessions. Or, or or people have like weeks where they don't have meetings, so we can't do a show at all. Like next week. So next week we'll be taking off. I don't have any meetings. Um, <laughs> so best laid plans. We will be in the studio one of these days to do a show, and we will be consistent with it. Yes. Uh, let's plan. We'll be back at the end of the month. Um, as of right now, I can tell you, Mark, it will be a Tuesday, January 30th. Let's hope we're in the studio. Okay. All right. Put plans in. Best laid plans, as they say. But one plan that it will be happening February 25th. Yes. East of the River comic book and collectible show. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., only a buck to get in, $3 for early bird, which starts at 9 a.m. at the American Legion Hall, 566 Enfield Street, Enfield, Connecticut. Two floors mm. filled with vendors, local artists, and I will be there. I, I believe Matt Ryan will be there. Matt Ryan um, is supposedly supposed to be there, yes. Maybe the Safari Brothers will be there. Yes, be a great I might time. make an appearance. We'll see how schedules fall. Yeah. So and February twenty fifth, come on down. But Mark, what's coming up again of this month? Yes. Before we get to uh, east of the river, we have the CliffsCon down in Plainville at the Plainville VFW Seven Northwest Drive in Plainville. Uh, from usual times, nine to ten is early bird. I think it's a couple bucks more. And then from 10 to 3 is the regular show. Uh, so, yeah, check that out as well. You can find all that information on our Facebook. We will have the flyer at the end of the show, as always, for all these fun shows that our friends put on and so much more. Very exciting, Mark. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, I got the Emmy winners. We're going to talk about what we've been up to. And yeah. then we're going to end the show with things we're looking forward to in 2024. Yeah, I'm gonna give my uh my non spoilerish review of Echo. Oh, you could spoil it. Spoil okay. away. Uh, okay. Nobody cares. Uh, some people might. I don't think Just so. Just because you think don't I, doesn't mean other people don't. I think everybody who's gonna watch that show has watched it. Um, you can spoil it. I already know every. I pretty much know everything that happens, so you're not gonna spoil it for okay. me. All right. Um. You're gonna be the sole reviewer of this show. I mean, I don't think it might not be something you might want to watch one of these days. You might eh. get some stuff out of it. You might like it. Just saying. Um, I am good. I'm still on my Marvel diet until I'm on. I don't watch stuff anymore because I'm Brian and I like to be particular. I watch. Stuff I like to to go on random fast of things just because I need a break. 
I need, but I'm going to play a video game incessantly for months and months on end, but I can't yes. watch one TV show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I have no interest in Echo in the, and in, in I, I, I know how it ends and I, I've watched some reviewers. I watch, I pretty much watch a spoiler review. Um, so there's that. I have no opinion of it because I haven't watched it myself, but I want to hear your opinion. Um, all right, Mark. Before we get into the meteor side of things, yes, the soccer um, side. What What have you been up to this past week? Anything uh, worth mentioning before you get give us your echo review? Um, not much. I uh. Watched the cut up on uh, Monarch, God and Monsters. Is that the name of the show? I can't remember. It, but it's just I Monarch. I call it Monarch. Yeah. Um, great show. I still think you should watch it. I think you'd enjoy it. I uh, will when I have Apple TV again. Yeah, Kurt Russell and his son are awesome. That's playing the same character. They really do that's, a great job of it. That's pretty cool. Uh, the story's cool. Uh, I think season finale is this week coming. So excited to see how that wraps up, how they're going to wrap up the season uh, and how it's going to lead into whatever it's going to lead into. Um, besides that, uh, just watch a lot of football this weekend. Uh, it's super, it was super wild card weekend. So there was two games on Saturday. There were supposed to be three games on Sunday, but because of said weather, uh, one of the games got moved to yesterday. So there was two games Saturday, two games Sunday, two games yesterday. Nice. So, which wasn't a terrible thing. I kind of liked the, having the game spread out like that. Um, but yeah, it was uh, so a lot of football watching going on. Are you uh, ready for some football? Basically, yeah, that's all it was. Um, besides that, just uh, yeah, watch Deco. Uh, I'll be talking about that in a bit, and then uh. Just not really watching anything, kind of like in the middle of stuff right now, waiting for things to start. Uh, we're going to start watching The Traders this week, which is exciting. I love that show. Alan Cumming hosts. Is. It's a reality show that Alan Cumming hosts. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of, it is all like Z-list reality stars that they have on. And the whole shtick is that uh, it's like a murder mystery situation where all the players are playing the game and uh nightly uh character is murdered from the show oh and uh the players have to decipher who the murderers are because the murderers cool. yeah well the first i can't remember exactly because it was a year and a half ago i think the last the first season came out but uh, in the very first like episode, uh, three uh, members of the cast are picked by Alan Cummings to be the traitors. Yeah, and they're all like playing like all the players are playing for a prize bin at the end, and they all have to like they play like physical challenges and stuff, and the traitors are trying to not make the, the whole group win a lot of money. Because every money they don't win goes into a pot that the trader then wins. And then if at the end of the game, uh, if the 
last person who isn't a trader can't decipher who the traders are. Yeah. Then the traders split all the money. So it's very intriguing. It's very interesting to see because you know who the traders are, but the players don't. Right. You're like seeing how like the traders are pulling things off on people and it's it's very cool. It's a very neat concept. I I did I have seen the banner on Peacock. Yeah. It's on I didn't, Peacock. Know, I didn't yeah. know what it was. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Allison would enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, we're not really big on reality shows. I mean, other than we watch it's, Jersey. Yeah, it's not really a reality. It's more of like a competition show. Yeah. But it's all like reality people. So there's all that drama of the reality people like going on as well. Yeah. So it's like a nice combo of reality show and competition show at the same time because they all live in the same house together the whole time. Oh. And everything. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'll yeah, it's a very neat concept. I think it's from like Europe somewhere in Australia, something like that. Probably a British show. Yeah, but... probably a British thing that they brought over. Yeah. But but yeah, it's very cool. Cool, cool. Um my chair is acting Shall I go with me real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you have to, Brian. While I spin my chair around and try to get it to stop. You spin me right round. Like a like a record. Like Mark Warnock's chair. Yeah. Um, for me, um, this past week, I started watching Ted on Peacock, which oh, I watched that too. That was very good. Yeah, hilarious. hilarious. I watched the first two episodes. I'm watching like one. I like for me, I can't binge a comedy because it, it just I I can't do it. But yeah. like the first episode had me. Second episode was really funny with the colonoscopy stuff. Yes. Um, I I love Seth MacFarlane, so for me this was a win-win. I love how he's using the same orchestra that does Family Guy, um, and just a lot of his albums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm loving Ted. I think it yeah. works as a TV show. I was a little nervous because some of the episodes they run forty to thirty-five minutes. I'm like, interesting, but they fly by. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really liking it so far. Did you watch the whole thing already? I did. Yeah, I did. How that? That's like ten. That's like how? It's like ten episodes. Yeah, but only like like half an hour and forty five minutes long. Oh my lord! Well, but they go by quick when you're like, yeah. I I'm enjoying it so far. I'll probably the next time we talk, I I will have finished it. But I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. Um. I like the the style of the way they shot it too. It's very uh in that uh it's like a movie, but that, sometimes yeah, it feels but it's, like a, a sitcom. Yeah, but it's shot in like the old like 80s style sitcom. That's what yeah. I was trying to get at. Like the look of it. It's very like well it takes place in the nineties. Yeah, it's but it's got that 90s. very like TJF kind of look to it. Right. It's very like saturated the colors are very saturated and everything. Totally. Everything's very like over the top, like neon and flashy. I wouldn't go that crazy, but yeah, it looks. Well, like you know what I mean? Like that has that that style to it of the way that like TJF shows were shot, where everything looks very like boxy and just bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's great. They he utilizes a lot of the cast members from the Orville. I yes. mean, the uh, the guy is playing the dad. The dad. Yeah. A lot of the voices you'll recognize from Family Guy and yeah. uh, American Dad and Cleveland Show. So it's 
kind of cool yeah. to see them all coming together for this project. Um, highly recommend if you like something, if you want to laugh mm. at something. Um, and then Allison and me are just about to finish season three of the of Miss Maisel. Um, which has been a great season. I think we're yes. two episodes to finish season three. Uh, we're, I think we're five, right? Five seasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we end up watching like, I think we started season three on Friday, mm. and we got our flu and COVID shot Saturday, yeah. so Sunday. We both felt like horrible uh we slept the majority of the day um hmm. but sunday night when we started to feel our fevers went away and everything because of the shots huh. uh, we ended up like watching like four episodes of miss Maisel. but uh, yeah. uh, we're we both really enjoy the show so far um so other than ted uh miss Maisel, um that's been really it um yeah. with other things going on in my life but that's that that's about it mark i know you watched echo i did what is your review you can spoil anything i don't care and i will give you you can even give it a number i'll i'll put it in yeah. our blog. okay uh before i get an echo i do remember because we talked about the peacock uh i watched the holdovers on peacock oh i've been dying to watch that excellent fantastic movie i heard I, heard. Uh, I love the style of the way they speaking of that's what made me think about it too as we're talking about the way they shot it uh because it's set in the 70s and it's all shot to look like it was shot like filmed in the 70s like the film is all like degraded and has like the the crackliness to it and like the the hues and the lighting is all very like dark like 70s style shot like movies it was very well done. Paul Giamatti, I understand why he's winning awards. He was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Divine was divine in it. Uh, she was fantastic as Mary, as Mary. It's a great movie. Very much, and I said to Claire, like, because she I watched it Friday, and she came home from work. Uh, and she was like, what are you watching? I'm like, I'm watching The Holder. She's like, oh, I want to see that. I was like, yeah, I wanted to. I always like watch movies beforehand to see if it's something she can handle emotionally. Yeah. So I don't want to like destroy her and have to deal with that repercussion. <laughs> uh, so I was like, yeah, it's a great one. It's, it might even be like a one of my new favorite Christmas movies to watch because it's all set during Christmas time because they're holdovers. Just students right. are over from Christmas for Christmas break. And it's all set in like Boston, New England area. So I was like, oh man, it's so good. It's long though. It's like over two hours. It's a long one. That was like my only thing of it. It was like, whew. yeah, they can, some parts you can want to be like, you can speed it up a tiny bit. But so you're saying it felt a little too long to you? A tad. Not terribly, but a, a tad bit too long. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm excited to watch that movie. It's on my list. I know it's on Peacock. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to checking it out. So it's good to hear good things. I, I, 
I think this year, Allison and me are going to try to watch a lot of the Oscar nominated movies. So I know that's going to be nominated. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Echo. Uh, yes, I did watch Echo. It's on the uh, Disney Plus. Um, they literally just do the thing, which is very uncommon for recent Marvel stuff. Uh, first episode, you get Daredevil. Uh, you get Kingpin. The like the what happened at the end of Hawkeye. They do the whole story like at the very beginning of the show. They basically just catch you up on everything, which is great. Yeah, like, you get Hawkeye in it. Uh, when he's Ronan, that whole part is shown again. Remind me of like the tiny bits of Hawkeye, which I thought were amazing, was when he was Ronan. Um, so they get to that part, they get through all that. They do a very cool thing of introducing her and giving you a good, like the reason for the show. And they do, like I thought, the, the very good thing about this show was it transitions kingpin and brings him from the netflix world into the marvel world in a very good way yeah. i know he was in hawkeye a tiny bit but not like as intense well in hawkeye he's very cartoony yeah and they did a very good job of that like they kind of like brought him in that way they kind of show that a little bit in this show but they bring him back down to the grounded netflix like kingpin and daredevil's wearing the netflix outfit in this show and not the stupid she-hulk outfit that he was wearing so that was cool uh and her story of connecting it to her uh ancestors and things and explaining why she's called echo is because she's an echo of her ancestors was very interesting and I thought it was very interesting and I thought they did a very good job of that. I think I think this show's better than a lot of people do. Cause I think a lot of people are starting to it started gonna be a little bit annoyed with people's thing about Marvel now where everything has to be, you know, not everything is gonna be endgame. Not everything is gonna be Scarlet Witch. You know, not nothing it's like not everything's gonna be WandaVision and Loki. It's like there's there's a place for shows to not be as fantastic as those. And it doesn't have to be like it's either fantastic or I'm not watching it kind of thing. It's Which I kind of get that feel of out there. Gotta, well, I mean, let's let's look back. The track history for their shows have been mediocre at best. There's well, been outliers. So not I, really. I mean, if you really think about it in the grand scheme of shows, Secret Invasion was the worst one. Was which bad, is, which is we all understand. But bad. besides that, the other shows weren't terrible. Like Moon Knight was not terrible. Moon Knight was good. Was good. I would say yeah. just good. It's not terrible. Overall, wasn't terrible. Um, Captain uh, America Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier was not was good. terrible. Wasn't terrible. Was good. was good. So it's like their average is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's shows in the long run of things. It's not like great. Yeah, um, I think people are putting way too much into these. Like, they have to be like, I mean, when you come out the gate with a home run with WandaVision, it's kind of tough to then like follow that up with another home run. Like, not every 
show was going to be the best thing. Yeah. But I think this is a great, a good show. And I like the way they did it. And it's not like they didn't put out as a full on series. They did it in that vein of Werewolf by Night, where it's a spotlight. So it's like a special presentation kind of thing. So they did it as is like. It would have been. A movie. But it's the way they did it in a great way. I think this is how they need to start doing these shows. Is this is a thing that could have been a movie. But it would have been a bad movie. But let's stretch out the story more. And make it into a short miniseries kind of thing. Which is why, which is what they did with this. And I think it was great. And I think it was a good idea. Yeah. And I know the ending wasn't like, like a lot of people thought the ending was disappointing. Yeah. But I think the way it sets up as a prequel to the Daredevil show, I think it does what it was supposed to do. It's supposed to give you a reason why Daredevil's coming back. Well, and at the end I mean, of this Echo show, yeah. the last cutscene, like the after credit scene or mid credit scene, explains that what the Daredevil show is going to be about. Well, Kingpin is going to run for mayor. Yeah. Which I we all knew was going to happen before watching Echo. There was already... There well, was already yeah, but I mean, that's from the comic books. But I mean, it's like... No, for the show, there was already rumblings that that was going to be the premise. Yeah. Um. But they did a whole thing at the end of the show with Echo where he they hit on the whole thing with him and his dad and Echo and her dad. And they kind of went in that storyline of, you know, to be free, you have to like. Like, and they actually do the whole thing where Kingpin tells her, like, she gives her the hammer that he used to kill his dad. And he's like set yourself free and if you kill me then you'll be free like i am and she's like no i'm not doing that that's not how this works you have to actually deal with the problem and deal with your you know feelings you can't just kill people or kill the person to solve the problem yeah so i think that's like it was a lot more in-depth stuff into it than i think people like put into it yeah, and at the end of the episode, end of the season, one of the echoes her her, her mom uh, is that she was a healer, and they talk about that in this show, and she like heals Kingpin, and that was the what they're saying is that she like healed him, or tried to heal him of that thing that he did with his dad, right? And that the Kingpin we're gonna see in Daredevil is not going to be the same dirt kingpin we've seen like it could be from the comic books that whole thing where did kingpin go straight kind of story but no one believes him because he's kingpin so that'd be interesting and they did a very good job of like delving into that relationship between kingpin and echo and how like showing like he thinks he's doing right by what he's doing but he's going about it the wrong way yeah but echo is the one person that he like actually feels and cares about so when she does things against him it means more to him and instead of him just killing her like he would any other person 
he actually wants to like solve it and that kind of thing. So I think there's a lot more to that show that I think people are putting into it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, what you just said makes me more interested. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to watch it. Maybe, yeah. maybe never. I don't know. But it you made it sound a little bit more interesting than what um I've gotten. I honestly like. I think people put weight. Like I think people go into it. I'm just, just burned out. That's I understand it, it that. But I think with that I'm just burned out. A little bit of review of people I've seen. I don't know who you watch exactly, but some of the ones I've seen on YouTube, I think they go into it expecting one thing. Or just going with it, the usual dirt, like, oh, Marvel, it's going to be blah, 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 whatever. You know, Secret Invasion sucks. Really this is going to suck, board. too. But I, don't I think it's, I, yeah, I think it was just the thing of it was, it wasn't even really an Echo show. It was an Echo origin story involved in a Kingpin evolution story. Well, I mean, that is an, it is an Echo show. It's yeah, but I'm Echo. saying it, like, it shows Echo's, like, the, the main story was Echo's origin and how she becomes Echo. But interlaced in that was also a very like a character story, like character arc for Kingpin. Right. Vincent D'Onofrio is Kingpin. It's just amazing. Like, well, I mean, I can't I think of anyone else playing Kingpin at this point. Right. I, the people I watch uh, for review, like definitely not generally are people who, like mcu or a lot of disney stuff i um everybody i have watched all said the episode because it was five episodes if i'm yeah. not mistaken everybody said the best episode was episode four which was the dinner scene between echo and ken kingpin yes everybody said that was the the best yes but then they said they just they just couldn't stick the landing again and that's a big problem when it comes to Which i don't think they said they didn't stick the landing i think it was wasn't the landing people wanted i think it was just the way they went about it was different than instead of like there being a full-blown conclusion to it like echo basically just like comes to the realization that she doesn't want to kill him either she doesn't want to fight him she wants to help him so instead of them having like the big huge fight at the end, they start fighting and then she just decides that she's gonna heal him. And she's trying to save him. Yeah. I don't think that's what people were expecting. I think it was like it really shows like Echo really cares about Kingpin. Like she considers him her uncle. Yeah. And she really loves him and he loves her. And it's like that battle of how do they like right. fight each other? Yeah. It's very much in the vein of, and I kind of like thought about it afterwards, very much in the vein of Captain America and Bucky and Winter Soldier. It's like they are supposed to fight each other. They're made to fight each other. But there's that thing inside them where they're like, you're the only person I have. Yeah. You're my only connection to my life. Right. Like I have nobody else. Like yeah. she's kind of gotten back into her family again, but for the longest time they were each other's only thing. So totally, I think that's the this part of the story which I think I don't, I don't. That's I got out of that of the story. So I don't know other people probably might not have gotten that, but that's what I got right. out of. It, 
So well, hey, that's hey, that's that's everybody takes it indifferently. Yeah. I mean, I actually good. enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. I didn't well, think it was good. as terrible as a lot of people think it was, but you know, that's fine. It that yeah. makes me hopeful. Yeah. Um, Mark, you give what do you give it? Give it the. I'll old... give it uh an eight. It wasn't. It wasn't the the best Marvel show. Yeah. It wasn't the worst Marvel show. All right, and eight sounds good. Yeah, it was a nice, like, even healed show. It was just a nice show to just it killed five hours. Yeah. Not everything has to be Endgame. That's my. I don't think. I don't think that's a lot of people. Just want good writing. That's what people. I think people are putting way too much into these movies at this point. It's like none of these movies were ever like masterpieces. Well, the shows. This is a show. Well, even the shows, but none of them were like. Yeah, I mean, no. You look at WandaVision. You look at Loki season one and two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Werewolf by Night was amazing. I mean, you there. There's top tier shows, but then there's some shows you're just like. I think there's the thing. Why did you even make the issue? Some of the issues with the Marvel stuff. And even some of the DC stuff is people are putting preconceived notions on it before they even go see it. Like people hear, oh, Echo's getting a show. Why is Echo getting a show? Well, that's what I said. Why is Echo? Like maybe we just wait and see what it is first and then decide. Don't just poo poo it just because the name of it or whoever the person is. Right. Listen. Like look at Secret Invasion had one of the biggest characters in the whole MCU in it and it was terrible. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. You know? I, I, at this point, like, i rather just wait and see. If I yeah. hear good things, I'll check it out. If it's if it's a character I could care less about, I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, But if you or whatever are like, oh, wow, that was actually really good, well, then I will be more to check it out. I just, I don't know. There's so much out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's there's we have limited time so i much rather watch something i know is going to be good or something i'm yeah. looking forward to now echo i've i've heard it's you know you gave it a decent review i've heard decent reviews i've heard i've never heard anybody say it was horrible but i heard a lot of people just didn't like the the ending yeah. so um needless to say it was good to hear your opinion. Um, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. But um, like the for me, like, um, you know, I know. I, I don't know. I know we're getting more Marvel shows. For me, personally, I'm just kind of burnt out right now. I'm like Deadpool 3, I, I'm excited for that. That's all I care about. I don't. I, I'm just kind of. I'm, I'm I'm just waiting for that for me personally. Mm-hmm. I just want that's what I want. Um, but you know, to each their own. I think the shows at this point, you know what? If you're interested in a character, watch it and enjoy it. If you're not, then don't and don't complain. That, that I'm not complaining. You know, Echo's not a character I was looking forward to, but I'm glad people enjoy it that's awesome Mm -hmm. all right um the emmys happened 
for 2023 last night. They usually happen in September. Um, and they normally air not on Fox. So unfortunately, it's the first time on Fox. I couldn't watch it. Just like the uh, first time for uh, the Golden Globes on CBS this past couple weeks. I know. They're all end up on channels where I cannot watch the live stream. Yeah. Uh, Hulu, for some odd reason, when they do ABC, you can watch it live. Um, yes. But Fox is next day. Fox, it will be posted today. But here are the winners real quick. I, we'll make this real quick and painless. Succession pretty much dominated but before i get into that last week they had the um emmys um they do like a smaller show for the stuff that's not going to be broadcast and the last of us won eight emmys last yes last weekend uh nick offerman got for uh guest star um and ridley the girl who played Ellie's friend, she won for guest yeah. star. Yeah, which we all know Nick Offerman. The that episode yeah. aired for like that was great. Yeah. To she win she was great too. That girl was awesome. Yeah, they won eight Emmys. Technical stuff, editing, music, the the opening, yeah. um, sound design, all that stuff. They won eight Emmys in total. But tonight was the big one. Last night, I should say, um, the bear. Outstanding act, a supporting actress, which yes, Ao is that how you pronounce her first name? I believe so. Yes, uh, she won, which I can't argue with that at all. Yeah, no, she was um, great. She was great in that show. Yeah, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series went to Quinta uh, Brunson for Abby yes. Elementary. Yes, which is awesome. Um, Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus, which I gotta watch White Lotus. I hear good things. Uh, yeah. Outstanding supporting act actor, uh, Succession, Matthew uh, McFadden. Outstanding supporting actor, The Bear, Eben Moss, Bakarich. Yes. Um, outstanding lead actor, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear, which can't. Yeah, he is imagine. the bear. So I mean, if you're gonna Amazing. give it to him, might as well give it to him. Uh, outstanding scripted variety series went to uh, John Oliver. Uh, yes, which I saw, which is awesome. This one, I was like, really? Outstanding Supporting Actress in a limited anthology series went to uh, Nissy Nash Betts for uh, Dahmer. I was like, Dahmer was not? <laughs> yeah, well, it was last year, so that makes sense. I know, I know. Um, outstanding Directing went to Christopher Storr for The Bear. Outstanding mm. Writing went to Christopher Storr, The Bear. Uh, outstanding Reality, uh, Drag Race, which seems to win a lot. Yes. Outstanding writing for a variety series went to John Oliver. Yes. This is great. He gets to go on a high. Trevor Noah, The Daily Show, Outstanding Variety Talk series, which is great. Yes, which he thanked John Oliver and the uh, Academy for moving him out of that that uh, that category and making the new variety series category or moving him into the variety series categories that way. He could win because John Oliver had, always wins. Yes. Uh, it's not really a talk show. It's a writing show. It's I know. Outstanding directing for a limited anthology went to uh, Lee Sung Jin for Beef, which mm. when I get Netflix, I do want to check yeah. out. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, outstanding supporting actor in a limited series went to Paul Walter 
Hauser for Blackbird. Mm. Outstanding writing, uh, Jesse Armstrong Succession. Outstanding writing, Lee Sung Jin for Beef. Outstanding directing, Mark Maylord for Succession. Mm. Elton John got his EGOT by winning the Outstanding Variety Special. Yeah. He's officially an EGOT guy. Yeah. Stephen Young won for Outstanding Lead Actor in Beef, which is yeah. fantastic. Uh, outstanding Lead Actress went for Ali Wong for Beef. Mm. Uh, outstanding Limited Anthology Series went to Beef. Um, Cully, uh, Ka- uh, Karen Culkin Karen Culkin won for actor. Succession. Yeah, Succession. Sarah Snook, Outstanding Lead Actress. Outstanding Comedy Series, The Bear. Outstanding Drama Series, Succession. Uh, so basically, Beef, The Bear, and Succession were yeah. like the top winners last night. Which is, but I like heard that the thing with the bear, and I'm like, I didn't think the bear was a comedy. I kind of thought it was a drama. Well, it's comedy, dra- comedy or yeah. drama. Yeah, they, they have that one category that's just yeah. comedy yeah. or drama. And yeah. you know, there is some very humorous parts there about is. the bear. There is, yeah. But I was kind of like, oh, okay. Now, uh, you know, like it was great to see the Last of Us nominated. They won a lot last week. I kind of feel like. This this 2023 was stacked with stellar mm. performances. There was no way Succession was not going to win because it was the last season. Yeah, uh, it was fantastic. The acting in that the 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 episode, the church episode alone was phenomenal. Um, I don't want to yeah. spoil anything. the The plane episode was phenomenal. The yeah. final episode was phenomenal. So I didn't I, like the ending, but that's fine. I I I like the ending actually. Yeah. So, um, so I, and then the bear season two, the bear that oh that the, was fantastic. Those episodes were fantastic. So yeah. I mean, it was tough. In the last, there was a lot of great shows in twenty twenty three. Yes. A lot of great acting and writing. So mm. we will see what twenty twenty four has yeah. to bring, and that. This Starting in February, short... the fire hose opens. Yeah, this is the short list of Mark and me. These are a few things we're looking forward to. Obviously, in June, maybe we can revisit this. Yes, because a lot of stuff hasn't been announced yet because of the all the writing and uh, acting strikes and such. Yeah, I a have a few shows things. that we would usually watch or talk about. We don't know when they're coming out or if they're coming out this coming year. Uh, there's a couple things on here that I don't even know if they're actually coming out yet. So, we'll see. All right. So, Mark, do we want you want me to go first? Uh, you... I'll kick off because my first thing happens this Friday. So, uh, Green Day's new album drops Friday. Nice. I I um have immensely enjoyed the new single. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's interesting because. You know, we're this is an election year, yes. And like one of Green Day's biggest albums came out when, uh, American Idiot, American Idiot when Bush was being reelected, yeah. Um, and um, they just talked to these guys. I, I don't know if it's Rolling Stone or, or Variety or whatnot, but a lot of this album has to do with Trump. Uh, the four years we had with him and whatnot, yeah. and they said, you know what? It's interesting to you guys. Um, 
you know, waited this long to, to this, you know, bring up this topic. And they were like, well, you know, it takes some time. You can't yeah. just come out of the gate because you just drop everything right away. And then you got to think about it. You got to see how yeah. it all played out. And now that we're going into an election cycle with, with him coming back. Um, yeah. So, um, okay. so I, I, yeah, I'm excited for the new green day album myself, Mark. Good pick there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited that I haven't heard any of the singles yet. I've been, I haven't come across any and I don't want to hear them until the album comes out. So I'm trying to be good. Well, there's a, there's one signal single I hear all the time, which is really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and they've been uh, everywhere. They've been all over the Amazon and they were, they do like a Thursday night after football games. They do like a live music thing. And they were on that during the season. I haven't seen that yet. And I they just did another, they were on the New Year's Eve. And I turned to Claire, I'm like, why is Green Day on New Year's Eve? It's like, that's random. And then I like looked it up. I'm like, oh, they have an album coming out. I had no idea they were putting an album out. Only you, Ma. Yeah. Well, I don't, I've, I'm out of touch with the music stuff. I don't have as much, I don't listen to as much music as I used to. I'm in tune, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, for music, I mean, there's a lot of great albums coming out this year that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the new Dua Lupa album. Houdini's or Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. I, I did that on purpose, Mark. Anyway, I, I'm looking know. forward to that album. There's a lot of great music coming out in 2024. I am mostly very excited to see Blink again. Uh, yes. That's my anticipation yeah. uh, list for music. I mean, like, there, yeah, there's a lot of great music that comes out every week. I listen to a lot of it um, as much as I can. Um, but yeah, to see Blink again, closer to home. Yes. And I I actually re-listened to their new album uh, this past week. And just because during the holidays, there's just so much happening. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I want to hear, there's like a handful of tracks on that album I want to hear live. So yeah. now with the new tour, they're going to be doing a lot of the newer stuff. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, which is hilarious too because I didn't realize it till after we got back from the show that some of the songs I'm like, man, I don't like. I felt like a weird Blink One Eight Two fan. I'm like, I don't know these songs. And I was like, oh, they're the new ones off the album I haven't heard yet. That's why I don't know the songs. What when we saw them? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple of they sung like two of the like the new songs off the new album, and I hadn't heard them yet. I was like, oh, that's why I understand them. Or what well, they, they only played uh at that time. They played the new single that they that, released. They yeah, played that, that was in it. A yeah. lot of stuff was from California. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying they, they that one, one song, song that they played, I didn't know. I was like, why did I know that song? I'm like, oh, because that's their new single, the one where I hadn't heard it before. Yeah. So, um yeah, I'm very perceptive. Yes, you are. Uh I have one video game on my list that um my new thing is I buy one brand new game of the for the year. Um, and then I kind of wait till the end of the year to buy everything else on sale. Um, but the one game I'm looking forward to comes at the end of this month is Like a Dragon Infinity Wealth. Uh, like a Dragon, the Japanese game. It's Yakuza. It's a spinoff of the Yaku, Yakuza, Yakuza series. 
it's a turn-based game, um, but it's very funny. There's a lot to do. Um, that comes at the end of this month. I've been looking forward to this game for about a year now. Very excited. Uh, my brother plays it, so we always text each other about wacky adventures that happen, the wacky things that happen in the game. Um, but I do have one more other video game, which I'll talk about after. But Mark, what is next on your list? Uh, my next thing is actually video game related, but not a video game. Uh, it's a show based off a video game, which I've never played, but I've been very interested in and never really wanted to dive into it because by the time like I get into it now, there's been so many of them that I feel like I'm way behind. Uh, the new Fallout show, which is coming to Amazon. I'm very interested in seeing how it, what it's about and learning well, Fallout, about what Fallout is. Fallout games, you don't need to play them in order. They're, they're all their own things. I've only played one Fallout game in my life, which was Fallout 4. Mm. Um, which, if you remember, we a long time ago, we had... Um, um, oh my god, why can't... Um, Matt Ryan's buddy... Um, huh? Boy. No, I can't think of his name. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm having a moment. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, him, Matt Ryan, and him used to come in all the time. He's married. Wally. He's got two kids. Who? Wally. Wally. Yes. I said like six times, and you kept going. Oh, no. but I thought you said Floyd. I don't know why. Floyd. <laughs> I don't know why. like Wally whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, Fallout Four came out. Wally was playing it. I was playing and. Well, everybody seems to be playing Fallout 4. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. It's the only Fallout game I've ever played, um, and I had a blast. Uh, it's not, it's, a, for me, for me personally, I kind of feel like once you play one, you played them all because uh, they're all generally the same, um, but they are, um, they are interesting, they're very bizarre, they're fun. Four took place in Massachusetts, so it's kind of cool. Boston Common, like a lot of there, you you actually go to there's a Fenway the Fenway Park, um, and whatnot. So it was, it was my favorite Fallout, my only Fallout. But the show does look kind of cool. Um, I I totally forgot that it comes out this year, but it I yeah. did the trailer and looked pretty good. So I'll have to check it out myself. You distracted there, Mark? Yeah, no, they. Knuckleheads are posting in the D and D chat. I'm trying to what? What? curb the enthusiasm there, so I can not put the phone down. Don't worry. No, about I have it. to like mute. I was trying to mute my phone, so because it kept like Facebook message noises kept happening. So I was oh. trying, so it didn't distract. All right. So follow up for you. Yes. All right. Uh, for me. Yes, because I never I don't know anything about it, so I'm interested to learn. All right. Yeah, check out the show. Hear, hear what hear hear what all the the scuttlebutt's about. Um, for me, the one Star Wars thing I am excited for is Star Wars Outlaws. Um, that will be coming out this year. It is. I will be buying two games. This is going to be a day one for me. Um, Ubisoft is publishing it. It looks awesome. You're playing a Han Solo like character. You're, yes. Uh, um. You have this little creature sidekick. It's yeah. very open. It's open world. All open world, yeah. 
you can go to different planets, you can go on speeders, whatnot. Yeah. The uh the developers have described it as a Grand Theft Auto but Star That's, Wars. Yeah. Um so an open world Star Wars, awesome. I am yeah. pumped. I love Star Wars games more than I like the Star Wars shows at this point. I love the games. Mm. So this one, the day one, day one. I'm all, right. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Very cool. Uh, my next thing, since you mentioned Star Wars, I'll change around my order of things. You mentioned Star Wars as well. This is the one thing I don't know if it's actually happening this year or not. Because uh, we've kind of gotten a thing that it's happening this year, but we're not, like it hasn't been announced that it's actually happening yet. Uh, the Acolyte. It's all set in the Old Republic. It's a show on Disney. Uh, so uh, I like, I'm very interested in the Old republic stuff i haven't really delved delve deep into it i just remember the game from back in the day uh so first to learn more about what this is about because it's all like very sith and like bad guy centric mm. which would be an interesting take on things yeah what that's all about so yeah so i'm interested to see if that comes out i'll be excited to watch that yes i hope i hope it's good Yes. That's all I can hope yeah. for. Yeah. And we did get some news, which we didn't talk about in the news portion. I don't know if you saw this, that uh, the next uh, they've greenlit uh, Mando movie. Yes. And uh, season four as well. Yeah, you know, um, they're saying the next Star Wars project would be, will be the uh, Din and Grogu Mando movie. Yeah. Um, now to me, as someone who has, I'm opposite than you, I'm really kind of don't care about the Filoni characters at all. Other, I like that stuff, but I don't really care about Ahsoka. I don't care about any of those guys. That's just, I want a Mando movie that just focuses on Din and and Grogu. That's what I want. So if they do that, I'm all, I'm all in. Um, but do you think is this going to be a theatrical release or will this just be like a like a Disney special? Honestly, that's hard to say because I don't think it would work as a theatrical release. Well, they already announced that it's it. This is the next Star Wars movie, so I think yeah. it's going to the theater. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Favreau is directing. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great choice. I think he's a great director. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I think that too. But I think that there's some things, and I think going back to what we talked about earlier with Echo, uh, I think doing these spotlight miniseries type things, even though Secret Invasion didn't work out the way they wanted to, and Echo might not be as popular as people might have hoped it would be, I think this could have been the solution to the Marvel's movie problem. If they had done the Marvels as a spotlight miniseries, a la the Doctor Who Christmas specials kind of situation, and done as like a three-part, four-part show, I think that would have solved that problem. Yes, but to go back to your question about 
the Mando, I think this could be the same thing with Mando instead of making I, a full on like eight episode series. Yes, I I honestly believe that a Mando movie would do very well in the theater because mm. I feel like a lot of people, including myself, season three wasn't so great. Um, and I felt like they in there. I understand what they're doing. And it's not for everyone. Yeah. But when Mando was at its peak, you had season one and season two. Mando worked because it was focused on two characters and the world around them. Yeah. Now it got muddled in season three. Season three wasn't my favorite. Um, But I feel like we go back to the well. We go back to that magic. Mm. I think it would be great. Especially in a bigger budget, um, I, I think it'd be really good. So I, I'm hoping that it goes to the theater, and I'm hoping it's a win for Star Wars. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm yeah. gonna go either way. I'm just curious to see how they're gonna translate it from a TV show to a movie. Just and what the story is gonna simple. be. Make it simple. Go yeah. back to season one and season two. Go back. Well, okay. I mean, you can't really because the story's different, but. Like, no, but I'm saying of this. what I'm saying is you go back to basics, focus on these two. Yeah, we don't. It doesn't have to be. We don't need to interject all these side characters that I. Well, that's how you build a universe, Brian. Yeah, you know what though? I don't care. <laughs> don't care about any of them. Just because you don't doesn't mean other people don't. Yeah, I know, but the ratings have been going down, and. I know it's good for you, but there's a lot of people who are just don't care about that stuff. But I think if you yeah. go back to the magic of these two characters in a movie, yeah. I think it's a win. Yeah. I'm not poo poo. I'm not, I'm saying for me personally, but like I'm just saying that's when Mando was top, went in the zeitgeist was season one and two. Mm. It, his since season three was not favorable um, amongst the fans. I mean, if you think about it, Season one came out, and there was a divide in Star Wars fan, which seems to be all the time. But when yeah. Mando came out, everybody loved it. Yeah. Right? It was very popular amongst everybody. Yeah. Even people who didn't even know, watch Star Wars loved You know, that was like, it was a great introduction to a younger audience, to people who might not watch Star Wars, even the people who maybe didn't like the new movies and whatnot. I think everybody enjoyed those first two seasons of Mando. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed season three, so I don't know. That's, you know, to each their own, as they say. But see, you're you're coming from someone who watched all the cartoons and stuff. Yes, which, I mean, not for nothing. All the young fans of Star Wars all saw Clone Wars. It was on Disney Channel growing up. So they all saw it. Well, so, I, I understand, but that's the fan base. I'm looking for. not looking for us anymore. Well, they <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, we're towards the tail end of the 18 to 49 demo than we used to be. Well, Mark, I, I'm not poo pooing. I'm, I'm just saying for me, for me, I don't really. It's not my thing. It's not my yeah. cup of tea. And yeah. and and I and I'm jealous of all the people who are because. I'm try. I've tried to. I just yeah. at the end of Ahsoka, I just don't care anymore. But yeah. 
yes, there are a group of people who really liked it, and that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything different. Yeah. I'm just saying I think the magic of Mandalorian was two characters nobody heard about. We all mm. got on board together, and I think that was the magic. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not following the Filoni stuff. Back I'm to just, things that are happening this year as yeah. opposed to things that are happening years from now. Well, we haven't talked about that. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, I know. But, I mean, we can talk about that a different day. We can delve well, deeper we, into we it just, when we get more we info. We just did. Well, I mean, when we get more info, we'll actually be able to talk more about it. But. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm up again. I lost track of where we are in this. Um, yeah, you just talked about the video game, but I talked about Acolyte. Yes. Back to me? Yes. Um, back to me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go towards um, TV. Okay. Um, for me, um, as of right now, a show that I've been looking forward to watching just started this past Sunday is True Detective Night County um, with Jodie Foster. Mm. Um, unfortunately, uh, my wife and me will start it once we finish The Marvelous Miss Maisel. So, um, in Fargo, we're, we're super excited to watch Fargo. But True Detective Night Country is a show I've been looking forward to last <laughs> year. Jodie Foster is amazing. Um, so I first episode of Her Good Things. I'm I'm very excited to start that show in a couple weeks. Um, so that's one of my shows I'm looking forward to the first half of the year. Yeah, Claire's really into that. She's excited for that as well. I've never seen one episode of any of them. So you didn't watch the Matthew McConaughey? And no, the, uh... no, no. I tried watching the first season. I think when you first were talking about it i tried watching it and i just didn't get into it and then i just didn't watch it so everybody was watching that was like i know watch that was back in my angsty days where i was like if everyone else is watching i'm not gonna watch it i'm gonna be different i'm gonna watch shows that no one likes you're like i'm gonna watch echo for the third time echo wasn't terrible don't don't poo poo echo i didn't poo poo it i'm making so, all right a show I'm looking forward to only because of I've gotten back into uh, the Japanese like uh, Shogun type stuff. And this show popped up on the FX is coming out called Shogun. So I'm very interested in it. I don't really know much about it. I just kind of saw like a quick commercial for it. And I'm like, ooh, huh. I want to watch that. It looks really cool because it's very much in the vein of... Uh, Blue Eye Samurai, which I watched on Netflix, was amazing. And I'm excited for the second season of that whenever that comes out, which will probably be 2030, the way Netflix works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Shogun, my next thing I'm excited to see. Nice. Never heard of it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it looks really cool. I didn't really delve into the I haven't really I haven't watched the full trailer yet, but the little bits I've seen of it and the couple little ads I've seen look really cool and i want to check it out nice nice um i'm trying to go a little bit on your vein of things on some things like i want to know too much i want to have just enough information to get into it but i don't want to know like everything right i like going and not knowing which is you just normally because you don't remember half the stuff you see anyways so i forget it all um 
Well, one show <laughs> that I'm hoping um it got they they were filming and they had to stop during the strike last year. Mm-hmm. So assuming uh filming is back on, it might be out by the end of the year. Okay. It's Severance season two. Yes, they did research um, I it, it is slated for this year. Could it get bumped? Sure. Um, that will be the reason I get Apple TV back is Severance Season 2. Mythic Quest, I have no idea about, but Severance Season 2 is on slate for this year. Um, that first season was phenomenal. Um, I absolutely loved it. I will never forget we watched the final episode I had not mentioned to Allison it was the final episode. The show ended. So, jumping in really quickly. uh, This was put out on January 5th in reference to Severance Season 2. There is now no specific release date for Season 2. Wow. Uh, The report suggested delays due to showrunner conflicts, script rewrites, and high episode costs. Uh, in April, reports hinted at a delay in season two due to a fallout between showrunners Dan Eckerson and Mark Friedman. Well, man, well, I'm still looking forward to it. It's on my list. Yeah. But, no, well, that's unfortunate. We'll find out. So. That final episode was amazing. The show. It was was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my list. When it comes out, it comes out. I'll be very happy. Yeah. All right. Sorry to burst your bubble on that, but I heard I knew I'd heard something about that show not possibly coming out when it was. I didn't know so, that. I didn't know yeah. any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Apple TV, uh, a show I was a huge fan of, and I've watched probably more than I've watched any other show multiple times over again. The whole run of the series. It was a mini series. Uh, Band of Brothers uh, had a sequel, The Pacific, which wasn't as good as Band of Brothers, but it was still okay. Yeah. Um, but they're now doing a third version of a Band of Brothers esque show. Wow. It's called Masters of the Air. Interesting. And it's on the Amazon Plus, uh, or the Apple TV Plus. Uh, it stars Elvis. Uh, the guy. Elvis from- Presley. Yes, the guy from Elvis, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's the main character, and it's all about the fighter pilots from World War Two. Oh, uh, like the Tuskegee Airmen, the guys who flew the flying fortresses, like the fighter pilots, all that kind of thing. It's all set in that version of the war. So it launches, I think it takes off at the end of this month. Uh, so I'm very interested to see that and watch that and see how it is. Cause it's the same group of writers and directors and producers and everything. So. Yeah, if it's half as good as Band of Brothers was, which is as good as the Pacific was, then I'll be excited to watch it. So I'm very excited to see that. And nice. it's fighter pilots and airplanes in World War II, which take my money now. So take my money now. Take money now. Um, nice. That sounds good, Mark. Uh... Trains automobiles. Put those on a screen. Mark will watch them. <laughs> Mark will watch them. Um, make a last, movie about it. Mark will watch it even more. Uh, the last show I I am I'm 
highly intrigued. I'm hoping it's good. Um, mm. is the Penguin on HBO Max? Yes, I didn't put that on mine because I knew you'd mention it. So, well, I, I absolutely love the Batman. I thought Colin Farrell was amazing as the Penguin. Yes. Um, it blows me away every time I watch the behind the scenes footage of him going into mm. makeup. I'm floored, absolutely floored. It not only was the makeup amazing. And the prosthetics were phenomenal. Yeah. He is literally a different person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you told me that was Colin Farrell, I would never yeah. have known. Yeah. Um, and we have, you know, we have seen the fact that it's more of a grounded penguin and not like the over exaggerated comic book version. Well, yeah, the penguin very the much in the vein of grounded. the Joker, like um, he's a mobster. Yeah. The very, very like the yet yeah, the Jacqueline Phoenix kind of grounded joker yeah kind of like how it's that same kind of deal yeah so uh it's one uh, it's a probably the only comic book related tv show i'm looking forward to checking out um as of now uh just something a little bit different different um see if if it if it's good or not uh, yeah but yeah um Really interested to see how they can make a great show based on the Penguin. And I can go back to a show that I did not care for, Gotham. Hmm. But I I I can't take the the better parts of that show always revolved around the mobster stuff. Um, even though their penguin was a weenie, um he was a weenie, and I you know, um that the mobster stuff was always the shining part of that show for me. Yeah. Um, I know people like Gotham. And it's okay. You can like it. I, I did not. It was uh, good at the beginning. And then it got really worse as it went on. Dude, it got bad for me. Episode five. I, yeah. I, we end up watching all of season one. I, Allison was like, I need to see how this ends. I slept through most of it. I thought it was uh, horrible. Uh, uh, Will Smith's wife in it was so bad. Oh my god! It all got bad. It all got bad. I don't want to go back to that. Anyway, it all got bad really quickly. I can say that the mobster stuff I really like. So anyway, the big one, it's on my list. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm jumping in the movies. Yes. Uh, My first movie I'm excited for, uh, is a movie, the sequel. To a movie that came out a couple years ago, I want to say now, and uh, was really excited about that coming out, and then was really pleased with how it came out. I was was worried because previous uh, sequels were not as good. Uh, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. I'm excited nice. to see this and how it turns out. Um, Annie Potts is in it. They're bringing her back. She was in the original. And uh, the sequel, and we hadn't seen her since. Uh, so interested to see how this all turns out. Uh, the couple mm-hmm. little bit of a trailers we've seen of it so far looked really good. Um, Paul Rudd was just amazing. So, yeah, that, you know, not difficult to. It's really hard to make a bad movie with him unless you're Marvel. Um, so interested to see how it turns out, and it's been pushed back multiple times. So hopefully, it actually comes out this year. Well, isn't it coming out soon? I want to say November. 
it's weird because the movie takes place in summertime. Yes. But it's coming out in spring, I think. It comes out do, 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 March. Yeah. March 22nd. There you go. That's why I had it first. I knew there's a reason why I put it first. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm excited to see because it's going to have all the original uh, guys back again. Mm. And they're going to be more involved this time as opposed to just the ending of the, ep- the movie. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see how that all works and how that's all put together. And, uh, yeah. If you're in, I'm just excited for it. Because Ghostbusters. And it's like my favorite movie of all time. So even if you put out a bad Ghostbusters movie, I'll watch it once. So yeah. Mark will watch it. Once. Um cool, cool. I I have a feeling it'll just probably be uh me and you going to that movie. That's fine. I mean we'll go check it out. They're bringing back the Ecto One. It's gonna be I feel like it's going to be more old school because it's set in the city. And that's where I want it to be. And I feel like it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, the last movie for me was just just good. It was enjoyable. But I don't know. There was a lot of it. I understood what they're doing. But for me, I was like, I want it to be back in the city. I want the firehouse. I want all those things. They had to get us there, though. That was the thing I understood about it. They had to get us back there. They couldn't just go right back to it. There's too much time, and then the way they had to do the story, and it made sense with the Harold Ramis's situation of passing away. Yes, you couldn't just keep it going. There had to be something like these guys weren't just fighting ghosts for forty years and happy and living good lives the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So to bring these old guys back into doing the ghost fighting again. There had to be some reason for it, so they had to do something to do that, and they did. And I think it, it, it accomplished what it needed to accomplish. Yeah, I'm not saying I hated it; just no, wasn't yeah. my favorite. I'm look, I'm more looking forward to more traditional Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. yeah, Mark, if you want to ever play a game, fire up your Xbox and play the Ghostbuster. They they re they remastered it for last gen. So yes. I think you can play on your Xbox is the Ghostbusters video game, which is essentially Ghostbusters 3, because not yeah. only is it voiced by the entire cast, it was written by them. Um hmm. and it you put it on easy, play it for the story. It's a fantastic game and it's well done. Um, highly recommend if nobody if you've never even heard of it, the Ghostbusters video game, it came out like during the 360 era um and like like i said original cast the writing everything was done by them and it's kind of like yeah. an unofficial a uh, ghostbusters 3 so, yeah yeah fyi all right i know you mentioned a couple times before a long time ago i did yeah, yeah. very you good mentioned it since then not on the show but you mentioned it to me before so but um for uh, movies for me, um, Dune Part Two. Yes, um, I didn't put it on mine because I knew you'd mention it because you're a Dune, a Dune addict. I'm not a Dune addict, but <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one. You and Rocky are Dune addict. Well, I I really Dune Part 
one I really liked. I wish I got to see it mm. in the big screen. Unfortunately, during COVID, I watched. I got to watch on HBO Max yeah. at home. Yes. Um, Doom Part Two. It's gonna be great to see it in the big screen. Um, speaking of Dune as well, next month, it's the 40th anniversary of David Lynch's version of Dune. Um, oh yeah, that's the other reason why I love it so much. Just I'm going to. Actually, it's my least favorite David Lynch movie. It's As one it of, should be. It's not a good movie. Uh, but I am... We Way are, too long. I am going to go see it... Um, Pack a uh, lunch. ...next month for the 40th anniversary. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's horrible, but it's not a movie I revisit a lot from David Lynch. But seeing it on a big screen, I'm, I'm all down. So I'm going to see the 40th anniversary in the big screen... And Dune Part Two, I'm very excited to see uh, this year. How long was the original one? It was over two hours. It's like two hours and a half, maybe. Two hours. Two hours and seventeen minutes. Ma'am, back close. then, in 1984, when it came out, was like Dancing with Wolves kind of length. Like people are like, "What? You expect me to sit in a movie theater for two and hours and seventeen minutes?" I don't know. That's like a regular movie. Yeah. You know, honestly, when people I don't see runtime for me, if someone sits home and watches eight hours of a show on Netflix, binges show, but complains about a two hour movie, come on. Like, really? I mean, as long as the story's good, it's well written. I don't care about the length. Hmm. I mean, the length has to justify the means. If if I if I watched the movie and it felt like a good two hours, whatever it may be, awesome. Now, we've yeah. all seen movies where you're like, well, you could have trimmed it. That wasn't yeah. needed. I get it. But yeah. I don't know. If it's Doom Part One was pretty long. Uh, I think Doom yeah. Part Two is going to be pretty long as well. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, we shall see. We shall yeah. see. But it's we, shall see. Like... we shall see. Speaking of things we shall see, uh, I'm saving a movie that we're probably both going to talk about as our number one thing for last. Um, A movie that comes out actually on my birthday this year. I'm very excited for Waited years and years for this to happen. And it's happening on September 6th, 2024. You say it three times and he shall appear. Beetlejuice 2 is coming out on my birthday. Oh. Happy 45th birthday to this guy. I hope it's good. The first one wasn't great. And this first one... I mean, the first one wasn't great. You go back and rewatch it. It's not the best movie ever. It's Dude, it's, it's goofy and it's stupid and it's funny. It's but just it's not like Ghostbusters. Like it's just yeah. like Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't tra- like put them up there with like Citizen Kane or anything. But no. they're great movies. But uh, Beetlejuice one, I loved it because it was wacky yeah. and weird yeah. and different. Yeah. Um, now, is this going to be a theater movie or a Netflix? Movie? Yes. No theater. Theater movie. I. Tim Burton. I can't. They went uh, back to Vermont, reshot everything in the same place. Listen, I have to say, I was excited to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Yes. Now. I would be lying if I am excited to see Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice again. Yes. Um, I'm more excited to see Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice than I was to see Michael Keaton as 
Batman. Um, Only because at his his age now, he could still pull off Beetlejuice and not be as like wouldn't be as like taxing in my thoughts. Batman, more of a physical action character, at his age, probably not as easy to do. Being funny and cracking jokes, you can do at any age. Right. So you can um, easily do that. And it's a, he's in a costume and it's all makeup and everything, so you really can't tell. Yeah. You know. My only fear, my only fear, I hope, you know, I like, I'm, a, I'm a Tim Burton fan. I like his stuff. I hope they keep everything practical. Yes. They don't lean on heavy CG because I think that was the charm yeah. of Little Juice 1 was practical effects made that movie so... We also didn't have CG then. They did, but it wasn't Not that as great. much though. Not as, like, yeah. Like you could, yeah. I agree. Keep it practical if you can, which Tim Burton, I could sense doing that. I don't see him jumping too far into the yeah, CG stuff. I hope not. The stop motion kind of stuff kind of endeared it and made it more endearing. Yeah. Um, and supposedly the whole cast is back, so we'll see as we get closer. But yeah, the little bits I've that's dribbled out from people and the stuff I've seen online of people who've been in Vermont as they've been filming and people who've been spotted in Vermont as they're filming. Well, I don't want to know. Don't tell. Uh, no, I know. I'm just saying it's pretty much the, all the cast is back. So, all right. Well, I, I am down to go see that with you, Mark. I honestly yeah. forgot about this. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I had forgotten about it until I started doing this for the show this morning, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, on my birthday. Perfect. I'm kidding. I was doing it yesterday. But all right. Well. I got two movies, and I know my last one is going to be the big one that you yes, we both probably have. So, um, for me, uh, this is going to come out at the end of the year. Um, is the Joker two? Yes, again, I didn't put it in mind because I knew you'd talk about it on yours. I loved Joker one. I saw it multiple <laughs> times. I, it, very apprehensive when I heard about a sequel happening. Mm. Um, I've warmed up to the idea, of course. I am really intrigued by this with Harley Quinn, with Lady Gaga playing her. Um, yes. I, I, I'm hoping Lady Gaga is, you know, I, I'm sure she's gotten better at acting. I don't think her acting was that great in American Horror Story, but that was years ago. Yeah. Um, can they pull it off? I hope so. I hope it's very different from the first movie. We're going to have a Harley Quinn Joker story. How does she turn? Um, I'm excited for this. I, I think they can nail it. If if every if the stars align, I think it's going to be another big winner. Um, yeah. I'm, I, yeah. It's going to be a tough watch, I think. Not in the fact that it's going to be bad, but in the fact that it's just going to be a tough watch like Joker was. It's not like an easy movie to watch because there is it's very realistic and grounded storytelling of yeah, it. Yeah, very dark. And yeah. Harley Quinn's origin story without that added to it is already a, a tough origin story. So to see that in live action and you know, we've seen it with Margot Robbie's 
Harley Quinn and you know, insane clown posse, Jared Leto Joker. Well, I mean, if you go um, back to the Batman so, animated series, yes. uh, the comics and whatnot. Yeah. So I think this could be great. I yeah. think it could be a huge winner for um for for the whole cast. Uh, yeah. if, if it's done well, I, I have high hopes for this movie. It's, yeah. it's I have really big high hopes. This also touches on something I want to have a show about down the road when we have nothing really coming on as a big topic. I want to delve into the the DC the new DC uh concept and talk more about that. So we'll have to do that one of these days. Sounds like a deal. The bigger conversation is something we need to have right now. That's all I'm saying. All right. Our last one, Mark. Yes. We just say it together. I'm a, yeah, because I mean it's it's Deadpool three. Deadpool three. We, we both they're going to be that's all we're looking forward yeah. to really yes yeah. all this other stuff could just be pushed and we'd be fine but as long as deadpool 3 comes out that's all i want to see me too I like throw other things on here to make the show interesting but really all i care about is deadpool 3 deadpool 3 um now deadpool as a whole i don't know if we've talked about this on the show before has basically changed my life the movie the original one um how i don't think i've ever actually talked about this um did you just ever well uh the deadpool original movie has a deep connection for me in the fact mm -hmm. that um it came out in 2016 yes a long time ago it got on uh tv and hbo in 2017 um I started talking to a certain person in 2017 and one of our first like hangout dates was watching Deadpool oh. on the HBO. Uh, so it's kind of become our movie where like when Deadpool 2 came out, it became a date night. So basically uh, Deadpool, I correlate to meeting my wife. Huh. Look at so, that. yeah. So I've kind of like adopted Deadpool, besides being one of my favorite comic book characters of all time, and Ryan Reynolds being one of my favorite actors of all time. And then Claire and I basically meeting, falling in love, getting married, and one of our first times hanging out at her parents' house was watching Deadpool and hanging out and get to know each other and then we've kind of like always like make deadpool jokes and all you know it's always a thing in the background of our relationship so nice yeah so deadpool's got like a special place in my heart so i'm excited for deadpool 3 because deadpool 2 was amazing yes the original deadpool was unbelievable and deadpool 3 looks like it's going to be like an explosion of awesomeness well so ryan reynolds and that that's a great I didn't know about that story, so it's great to hear. I know. I've never I don't really bring it up that often. You don't think you've ever shared yeah. that with anybody. Yeah. Uh, um so what happened was people were taking photos and and a lot of IGN and whatnots were all mm. posting it right before holiday, because they're gonna start filming again. Yes. Ryan Reynolds said 
we want to film this with as many practical effects as humanly possible. Mm. That means being on real locations. Yes. He said that we cannot stop people using long lens cameras taking these photos. Mm. But we ask the trades and the publications, could you please not publish or share the photos that are being leaked? We want we want the audience to surprise. be surprised. We want the surprises. And I every time anybody in our group chat be like, look at this article. I don't want to see the article. I don't because the article is always attached to a photo of some cameo. So and then some of them it's like it's also getting to the point now where you're gonna start getting things of people who are definitely not gonna be in it. Well, well, that's what I get into. And it's like I don't why Reynolds and the Deadpool team, what they did is they made fake pictures, yeah, cameos, yeah, and they flooded the market with them. Yes. So now when you type in Deadpool cameos, all these different things, there's characters that are not gonna be in this movie. Now you can't, you cannot, you don't know what's real. Yeah, yeah. They did that on purpose. Yeah. And I think it's so smart. Yeah. Um, so not only did he ask for the big publications to stop reporting on that, and they did, but also they flooded the market with fake cameo photos. Yes. I've seen ones with a Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. I've seen one with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yep. I have yep. seen like ridiculous things. Um, so I don't want to know a damn thing. I am excited to see the, the first trailer and I will be good. Show me that first trailer and I will be happy. And I just want to see the movie. It mm. comes out in May. We are literally. <clears throat> Actually, it comes out July. What? Yeah. I thought it comes out in May. Nope, July twenty sixth. Oh. oh, because of the everything they got moved. Yes. Yep. And Fantastic Four is supposedly coming out in May now. No, that's not coming out. Th- oh, that's right. They got moved too. That's right. They haven't even started filming, so there's yeah. no way. Yeah, that's right. Um, they should. I know the Joker comes out in October, but originally Deadpool was coming out in September, October, and I between. Between finish filming special effects, I would be amazed if Deadpool does come out the beginning, the first quarter of this, the second quarter of the year. Yeah. Uh, and they just announced, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, four days ago, which I heard about it during the weekend of sporting events, uh, the uh, first trailer is going to drop during the Super Bowl. That's the rumor. Deadpool? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marvel's yet to confirm it, but it's very much thought that they've already purchased time. Interesting. That's cool. All right. Well. Yeah. I will be waiting for that trailer. And you're right. Yeah. July is the planned date for Deadpool. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be huge. I I I think Disney needs a win when it comes to Marvel movies. They had one big win with Guardians three this past year. 
I think Deadpool 3 will be the big win uh, for them this year. And I'm kind of glad they're just giving us one movie this year. Kind of nice. So we shall see. Uh, But Deadpool 3, is that's where it's at, baby. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Mark. Uh, It was very nice. And I, uh, yeah, we'll have the whole gang. It should be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the big one. I think everyone's going to be going to that one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I might even be able to convince Claire to come to that one. Oh, there you go. It's in this Deadpool. I'm going to give her a choice. I might just say, hey, you're going. You're going. All right, Mark. We should wrap things up. Um, Yeah. Also, before we end the show, uh, I think you could tell the audience that, you know, Equilibrium TV this month has Unlucky Me. It does. It does. And uh, as a special treat for uh, the wrapping up of the first of the first return season, we officially call it season two. Uh, But the. uh, uh, I told the story in the show how uh, I talked to Mike Haynes. Back and forth, we'd kind of toss the idea. He's always been trying to get me to bring the sh- bring us get us to bring the show back, the music show. Uh, so I kind of was looking for something new to do, wanted to do something different. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. But this has to happen. So <clears throat> after clearing it with you that we were bringing the show back and everything, um, yeah, we got GB and E back together. Very cool. The greatest band that never existed. Uh, it was a fantastic night of music. Yeah, it was crazy. It was weird. It I said to Claire when I got home, and uh, I still kind of have the thought in the back of my head randomly. I was like, that's like one of those moments that like you see at the end of a movie. And like everything ends after that. And you get like yeah. that, you know, Brian went on to work at a gas factory. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was very strange. It was very weird. It was yeah. like a very like odd feeling being there and seeing it happening. And right, right. It was a lot of time that we've since we've like all been in the same place together at one time. It was crazy. It, was like I think it had to be at least almost fifteen years since we've all yeah. like been together. Yeah, which it was is great. crazy. Yeah, seeing Warren come yeah. back was fantastic. Yeah. 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 Which was very much a toss-up if that was actually going to happen, which is why it was originally just Unlucky Me. Because uh, Mike had been trying, and Warren had both been trying to figure out the schedule, see if it would work with Warren's work schedule and such. Yeah. So it was kind of like on the fence. Like, I wasn't even sure if it was going to happen until like two days beforehand. Right. Yeah, he flew so. up from uh, North Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina? North is one of those. One of the Carolinas. Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. But he did it just for the show. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Check it out, Mark. You got yes. you, you did a great job getting the gang back together. I had a great night. It was great to see everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna film the first uh episode of season three. Yeah. Uh Illuminous is the band. Uh they're based out of Hartford, I believe. Yes. Uh the reason why I don't know that much information about it is because Making his return to hosting Equilibrium TV, the one, the only. Oh boy, Kazaska. Brian Kazaska. I know. I will be doing the the. Uh, I'll be doing a hosting for this one. I've never been more excited for a show. <laughs> you can laugh at me. 
No, I said this to Mike Haynes every time he hosts. I'm more excited for those shows than I am for the ones I have to host. Because it's a lot of work to produce, direct, and host. Right. So any times I don't have to do one of those things is a great day. But let's see how I do. And if I do good, I don't mind. I mean, you used more. to be the 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 interviewer. Like you'd interview every band just about. Well, we didn't we have all Mike. Rotate. It'd be you, you. Mike, yeah. you, me. I mean, we <clears throat> I interviewed yeah. people. I mean, we all did. And I mean, I don't mind doing it. We can rotate yeah. the three of us, but I mean, uh, you've interviewed many of people. You interviewed many stars in your other podcasts where you actually have fun things on it. Fun thing. Well, I show fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, show you the, the, the podcast you put work into we put work in our podcasts what are you talking about um well i mean i did that for a book so there's a different yes. reason yeah, behind I know. that I know. uh anyway i'm excited to interview these guys <clears throat> for the show uh check it out will be it coming out in february yes but right now go check out uh e- equilibrium tv on youtube and you'll yes, see youtube facebook YouTube. And it's yeah. there, so you can check that out. We have uh, this month's show booked. We have next month's show booked. And might even have the next couple months after that booked. Working on that as well. So Nice. More to come on that. And there um, might be some big news coming in the next couple, in a month or so. All right. We'll keep everyone posted. Yeah. We should wrap it up. We will. As always, we'll thing. see you all in two weeks. Be safe, be well, and be kind. And rewind. See you in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.